And this week's episode of the Casey Crew is brought to you by Selfish Babe. Selfish Babe is the free self app for women that will remind you how amazing you are on the daily. This app sends you one affirmation and one self love related quote a day. Now, you know, I have three ladies in my life, right? My wife, and my, oh, I actually have four women in my life. My wife and my three daughters. And I make sure my wife and my oldest get this every day just to make sure that it's always positive energy flowing in their life. <laughs> Download Selfish Babe today by going to bit.ly slash Selfish Babe KC Crew Podcast or find it for free in the Google Play and Apple Store. And don't forget to follow them on Instagram at Selfish Babes with an S. So follow them now. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, uh, a crazy, crazy week. I want to start off by saying happy birthday to our, uh, I don't want to say baby girl, but she's still my baby girl. My she's baby girl. still my little sweet baby. Madison. She turned yes. 17 this week and it was a hectic week for her. Um, not only did she turn 17, she also had to take her driving test. Mm-hmm. And um, she was very nervous. She's been practicing for a year. But when it got close to the day, which was her birthday, when she took the <laughs> test, so there was a couple of things that she had to do. She had to learn how to parallel park. Um, she had to learn how to K-turn. These are things that we really didn't do when we practiced with her driving and taking on the highway. We don't K-turn. And we live in Jersey and there's really no parallel parking. So she had to figure that out and she was so nervous. And, Beyond. And then not only that, uh, the car that we used you know, had a rear view camera, but it didn't have <laughs> sensors, an emer- it had a sensors, all types of assistance, but it didn't have an emergency brake. So in Jersey to, to take your test, you need a car with an emergency brake and none of our cars have an emergency brake. So I tried to rent one. So I went to the uh, enterprise, I, I think it was enterprise to rent one. And they were like, oh, what do you need? I was like, I need a car with emergency brake. There's like emergency brake. I said, yeah. And a rear view camera. They was like, why? I was like, I just need it. They was like, well, why do you need it? <laughs> They was like, is it for a DMV? I'm like, yeah. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. If it's for a DMV, that means the person is underage and you can't take it. I was like, well, my daughter's 25 and she's taking it. They was like, well, she has no license, so you can't rent a car. And right. DMV does not allow rentals. So then I had to get back in the wait, car. what do you mean they don't allow rentals? You um, mean they won't rent for a driver's test? No, no. The DMV won't allow you to get a rental for a driver's test because when you get a rental, that means that the person is not under insurance because you need a license to get insurance. So when I got in the car, I Googled it and I found out the lady was right. So I just pulled off. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find somebody with a You should have known that beforehand. I had no clue. I just thought I was going to rent one and just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking for anybody with an emergency break. I couldn't find one. So I had to call a driving school and the driving school actually came and they had they actually took a on a driving test, like a mock test the day before and then took her to her driving test the next day and she passed. Yes. No problems. So shout to her. And I'm so surprised she got her. her uh, she got a car of her dreams. And she's such a good, amazing girl, mm-hmm. man. Grades good. Her personality is amazing. She's thoughtful. She's humble. So she was so happy, so ecstatic to get her car for her birthday. And it was just a joy, man. That It made me cry. When she seen her, <laughs> her dream car, she started bawling. 
Mm-hmm. And that made me cry so much. It was just like, I was just so happy that she was happy. We took a picture together, you, me, and Madison. And I posted the picture on my Instagram. And some people were like, why didn't Envy even crack a smile? Why does he look so mad? And I'm sitting there like, because he just finished crying. Yeah, I was definitely tearing. <laughs> was definitely tearing. So yes. I was just so happy. So happy birthday to baby girl. You know, it's 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 so amazing when... um you get to experience these birthdays because they go so fast and Too you, fast. you realize life is short and you just want to, you know, just experience and take in all the moments. You know, um, today, Kim Porter passed away. Mm-hmm. And Unfortunately. If you don't know who Kim Porter is, that's uh, Puff's uh, baby's mo- baby's mother to three of their children. Well, he, she's not just his baby. Like, they were in a relationship for on and years. off for 13 years. Right. Yeah, 13 years. But, you know, she has three of his children and also I'll be sure his child. So she has four children and they believe she passed away from pneumonia, which mm-hmm. is crazy. First, they believe she had strep throat. And you think about pneumonia and you think that's almost like the common cold. And you're like, how many times have you had the common cold? You know, they said that she for right now, they believe that she was sick for a couple of weeks and it just never kicked. And she went to sleep early because she wasn't feeling well and she never woke up. Mm-hmm. You know, she was young. She was 47 years old. Yes. I believe her kids were like 10, 11. I'm not sure, but they were pretty young. And, and you realize that, you the know, girls, life, the twins. Yeah, mm-hmm. that tomorrow's not guaranteed. You know, you know, you, you go to sleep kissing your mom goodnight and then she doesn't wake up and you just don't know. So. Just everybody out there, just live life to your fullest. And, you know, if if there's something wrong or something bothering you, try to forgive. Because what winds up happening is you never want to make, you never wanted to say that you'll never see that person again. You know, on this life, we have a, a short life, in my opinion, and, and with family and with loved ones. You know, just make sure you always express how much you love them because you never know when they're not going to be here. So it's almost like giving them the flowers when they're here. So definitely, definitely, definitely do that and rest in peace and condolences to Diddy, his King Combs and, you know, all the girls and and all the families. Just a sad, sad thing. Absolutely. Now, uh, let's get into uh, something that we were supposed to talk about last week. One of your friends was going through relationship problems. Oh, yes. And we were breaking it down. So let's let's break that down a little bit. Mm hmm. Well. My girlfriend, who actually asked us to talk about it on the podcast, because uh-huh. I think that she wanted a big chunk of your point of view. Okay. So that she can understand the male perspective a okay. little bit better. Um, she's been with her boyfriend for going on two years. Mm-hmm. She loves him. Mm-hmm. They've talked about marriage. They've talked about buying a home together. My girlfriend never wanted a child. Mm -hmm. She wanted to work. She wanted to spoil herself. She wanted to travel. Okay. And she's one of those women that never entertained the idea of sharing her world with a child. Okay. And I've known a handful of girls with that mentality in my life. And it's really, um, I think it really comes from a place of I'm going to work and I'm going to live life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. If I have a child that can kind of hold me back. Okay. So this person came into her life and changed her point of view. Okay. She wants a child with this person Mm -hmm. and she's completely in love. Um, 
throughout the nearly two years, they've been going through some issues. They've been having their problems. They've been having like what their speed bumps. But to me, a lot of them are like growing pains. Okay. And I say that because when you take two adults who are in their thirties mm-hmm. and you put them together, uh-huh. you have to deal with each person's ways. Right. You know, we have our own set of ways just because of how we were raised and our personality. And then we may have picked up some other ways because of previous relationships. Correct. Things that your previous girlfriend or boyfriend allowed, things that your previous boyfriend or girlfriend might have encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, and those kind of get thrown into your, the category of your ways. Right. So they both have their ways. Um, And some of his ways have been very upsetting Mm -hmm. to her. Let me break it down. The biggest one. Uh Uh-huh. I think, I don't necessarily want to say the biggest one. The one that weighs on her the most Uh is the fact that he prioritizes spending time with other people, mm-hmm. mainly his friends, over prioritizing spending time with her. Okay. He's the type of person that is fine having a weekend off. Uh huh. And they both work a lot, they both work in the same field. Okay. And he can have a weekend off and call his friends and say, hey, let's go to the bar. Let's go to this event. Let's, you know, go hang out Uh and not see her for a day or two. Okay. And that's upsetting to her. That's upsetting to her. Mm -hmm. So that's happened a couple of times. Okay. Um, Before, well, there, there were some things that have led up to the weekend that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so two week, two weekends ago, um, this happened again. Mm-hmm. He had a day off. A day off, okay. He didn't tell her okay. that he had this day off uh-huh. until the day of. And come to find out that he had already made plans. Okay. When you're in a relationship for going on two years, so let's just say two years. Right. And you have time off. It's almost expected, especially in their field. They don't spend that much time together. They don't live together. Mm -hmm. It's almost expected that you see your partner at some point during that day Mm -hmm. because you don't spend that much time together. Right. So for her to have not known that he had time off was shocking to her. Okay. And then later on, she subsequently found out that he went to a function. And I'm not going to say what function it is because I don't really want to give it away, but he went to a function. I think that function is is part of the part of the way I'm thinking how I'm thinking. So, I think you almost have to tell a function. Okay, she asked me to talk about it, so I'm sure it's okay. And he's not a listener. Okay. So I, I guess it's okay. So he was invited to a baby shower, apparently. Correct. And he went to this baby shower mm-hmm. 
and did not even tell her that he was invited to one, nor obviously the fact that he was going. Correct. So she found out Mm -hmm. and was livid. Right. Livid. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hold my opinion Uh and I'm going to ask you for yours at this point. And then we can talk more about the story. Okay. All right. Now, I, I know in some relationships, I know that there are men and women that they have their own set of friends and they hang out with their friends outside of their relationship. They came in a relationship with friends and that's what they do. It's hard for me and you to understand that because we don't have friends like that. Me and you don't. Well, Friday night I'm going out with my friends or Saturday I'm watching a game or Sunday I'm going to play golf. We don't have that type of relationship with our friends. We just don't do that. If I go to play golf, I'm like, babe, we're going to play golf. You want to come? It's not like that. But a lot of people do have that type of relationship where they can go hang out with their boys for a, a day and all day long. They can go watch the game at their boy's crib and their wife's at home or their girlfriend's at home. People have those types of relationships. So I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad of having a day off and saying, you know what? I'm hanging with my boys today. Of course not. A lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Me and you don't necessarily do that, but a lot of people do that. But I understand they it, have a day off. Mm-hmm. Now, even, even the day where he, you know, he took the day off and, and maybe his uh his girl didn't know that she had the day off. That might have been an oversight. He might have forgot. He might have been like, well, I'm hanging with my boys on Friday. No. It's this, that, and no. the other. It wasn't an oversight. He did not forget. He purposely did not tell her. Mm-hmm. He purposely didn't tell her. And he didn't tell her, I believe, because he did not want her to interfere or impose herself upon his plans. Right now. I mean, even if... He wasn't going to a baby shower. I would be like, it sounds like she might be a little clingy for him. And there's times he wants to hang out with his homies and he knows he's tired. He doesn't want to make an excuse to hang out with his homies. Mm-hmm. I That's under- exactly what it sounds like. I understand. Like. But the problem is, is where you're going. Now, if me and my boy is going to the game, mm-hmm. if me and my boy is going to the casino, right. if me and my boy is going to the club, if me and my boy is going to watch the, I don't know, whatever it may be, we go, it doesn't matter. If me and my boy are chilling or my boys are chilling, I get it. You know, yes, he should have been up front and said, hey, babe, I'm off and I'm hanging with my boys, even though it probably would have got her upset. He still should have did it. So can we agree that he was wrong for not telling his girlfriend that he had the day off? Right. Yes, I agree. He was he yes. was wrong for that. But what made it worse was mm-hmm. him going to a baby shower. See, a baby shower, no dudes is going to a baby shower. It's not one of the things like, oh, word, baby shower Tuesday. <laughs> I'm coming, yo. I got the, I got the brew. I'm bringing the Remy. That doesn't happen. Right. Nobody mm-hmm. says, oh, your word, the baby shower's popping tonight. All right, well, I'm going to give me some singles and I'm going to the baby shower. That doesn't right. happen. Right. So if you're going to a baby shower, and I don't know, I can only assume the baby shower is for a female, of course, that you don't necessarily want your girl to go to. Obviously. Right. So that's why she should be mad. Absolutely. She should be mad and she should be questioning their relationship because it goes, if you don't have. Wait, questioning who's um, the relationship between my friend and her boyfriend. Correct. Oh, I thought you meant the relationship between the boyfriend and the girl whose baby shower it was. No, no, no. Question the relationship because if we've been going out for two years and you consider me serious and you're going to a baby shower, even if you didn't invite me which would be odd and crazy. But even if you didn't have the decency to be like, hey, I'm going to this baby shower with my cousin or with my bro, I'll be back at this time. Because what happens if 
I'm chilling. And somebody posts a picture of you. And I got to find out through social media that you're at this baby shower because now I look crazy. Let's say one of my girls are at the baby shower. I'm like, I seen your boyfriend Mark here. Where are you? Right. And I'm, I'm going to be like, what do you mean? He's, he's at work. No, he's not. He's at this baby shower. Well, regardless of how she found out, she found out through secondhand information. Absolutely. And that and that is foul. And that's to the point where you need to question that relationship. Because, Absolutely. And I'm not saying he's doing anything. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't necessarily know the whole situation. All I know is the details that you told me. But from those details, it sounds fishy. You know, like I said, if it was a club, I'd be like, I didn't want to go to the club. You want to bring his girl. But the fact that it's a baby shower, who wants to go to a baby shower? What man <laughs> wants to go to a baby shower? Like to sit there uh-huh. unless you're going there for a specific reason. Maybe you have some type of relationship with the girl. That is uncomfortable and you don't want to bring your wifey or your girlfriend there. Or the girl's or maybe, family. There may be the girl's family or maybe a girl that's going to be there. You don't want to bring your, your girlfriend around because it's awkward energy. There's a reason why he did not want you to go. And that's what you have to get to the bottom of. Why didn't you want me to go? Mm-hmm. You know, now I know that and this is a lot of people do this. And I don't understand it. I know that they, they don't follow each other on social media. Um, you think that a lot of people do that? People do do that. They don't follow each other on social media. Yes, I know about two, three people that do that. You know, you know, two, three people personally mm-hmm. that don't follow their, their significant o- right. other right. on social media. Mm-hmm. That is bananas to me. Because they feel like they don't want to get upset with some of the things that they put on social media, whether it's pictures of whatever or whatever they're doing. They don't want to do it. So they just don't post they just don't follow each other. They just stay away from each other. Right. They do not. <clears throat> I don't understand. They it. do not follow each other on social media. And when I asked her, that's exactly what she said. She said, I don't want to follow him. He doesn't want to follow me because we don't want to feel like each other's big brother, essentially, like the other one is always watching. She said, it started that way in the beginning because it was a new relationship. They're both kind of popping. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they didn't want that to kind of come in the way and infringe upon them. Right. Neither one of them wanted to see things on the other person's social media that might rub them the wrong way. So they Correct. just avoided that. But I said to her, if there's things that you're doing or that he's doing that the other person can't big brother, then there's a problem. Right. And, at this point, two years in, doesn't it feel awkward to you? Doesn't it feel strange mm-hmm. that now at this point you want to follow him, but can't say, hey, you know, I want to be your friend on social media. I'm sure she follows I'm like, him. doesn't that? No, she doesn't. I'm sure she has an fake account. No, I'm sure she he, doesn't. I'm sure no, he has she, one too. No, she doesn't because I believe he's, no, he's private. Mm-hmm. You have to request oh, okay. to follow him. You know, he's not a public person. Okay. Um, so her saying to me, well, Gia, do you think that it'd be weird if I requested him now? Right. I'm like, doesn't that just sound strange to you that you have to request your boyfriend or you're referring to him as a friend on social media or not a friend on social media? Doesn't that feel strange? Doesn't Correct. it feel like your relationship isn't open enough Going into a relationship at two years, I think that there are certain things that just be should be par for the course. Right. Like you have a day off. I should know. I should know your whereabouts and you should know mine. I agree. You know, we're in it three, four months. 
Not necessarily. I need to even know whether I like you enough so, for you to have dibs on me or right. to know where I am. And vice versa, I need to care about you enough to worry about whether you got home safe or whether you got to the club safe or whether you got to your mama's house safe. But once we've established a love relationship Mm -hmm. and now we're an item and exclusive, there are certain things that I believe are to be expected. For instance, Mm -hmm. they, well, she lives in one borough. He lives in another. Okay. For people that don't live in New York, a borough, you can just think of it as a large area. It'll be 20 to 45 minutes away from each other. Exactly. Right. So they live in two different boroughs, and mm-hmm. I would say probably 40 minutes away from each other. Okay. And she spends a lot of times at his apartment. Okay. She sleeps over and whatnot. He has a type of apartment where you need two keys to get in. You have to get into the door on the first floor. So imagine uh, it's like an a apartment. It's like a no, three- no, 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 no. It's a building. Oh, a building. It's a building. Okay. And you have to have a parking pass so that you can park. And you have to get... So if, if you don't understand, imagine a building that has a doorman. Right. So there's a door that you have to get into on the first level. And then, and then you have to get into your the apartment. apartment door. Gotcha. So for a minute, she had been wanting the key to the apartment because sometimes she'll go there after work and for instance he might be 45 minutes to an hour behind her okay then she has to sit there in the winter in her car in the parking lot waiting for him to get there yeah she's so that she can get in she's bugging she's bugging she's absolutely i told her she's bugging and it takes a lot for me to give a friend that kind of feedback because You want to keep as open of a mind as possible. And whenever a relationship is new as a friend, you want to be as supportive as possible. Right. So it's very rare that I open my mouth or that I give my honest opinion. She actually kind of resents me at times because, and it's not just with her. This is just in life. This is with everybody. I always play the devil's advocate. Correct. I always look for the, well, what aren't you thinking about? Mm -hmm. And have you considered it from where he stands? Have you reversed it and looked at it through his eyes? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, don't you think this, have you thought about that? I'm that friend and she's the type of friend that almost automatically just wants me to jump on her side, see it her way, call him names and keep it moving. Right, right, right. Um, But I'm not that friend. So for me... To see the fault, to have considered as much as I possibly can Mm -hmm. and still be 100% on one side is rare for me. Right. But for her to have to sit and wait for him to get there and she's there often. Yeah, that seems crazy. For her to get there and say ring the bell and have to wait in the hallway or wait at the front the um, the initial door on the first level for him to say, for instance, get out of the shower. Not that that actually happened, but for instance, right. is crazy to it me. Is. Again, we're together for a couple of months. I'm not giving you the key to my apartment, but when we're talking marriage and a future and you've rearranged my whole idea about procreating, it's that level. It's that serious. I need to have a key to your apartment. And I, and I, so, I agree with you. So at first, uh-huh. when he didn't give her the key and we talked about it, I said, 
well, then you need to stop going. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, just stop going altogether. I said, yeah, if it has to be that inconvenient, like for instance, one weekend, they both were out with friends late uh-huh. and she got there and she's sitting there in the car waiting for him to get back from his club. He didn't call her to see if she got at least to the parking lot safe. Right. She's calling, calling, calling. He doesn't pick up the phone. So when I heard it, I was irritated at the fact that he wasn't even checking on her well-being. Right. And he didn't even have his phone handy to answer those phone calls. Right. She could have been calling saying there's a strange man lurking around my car or I just got thrown into an alley. He would have had no idea. So that lack of consideration Mm -hmm. bothered me. But I told her, if that's the case, then... You need to stop going. Why are you up and going all out of your way and driving, say, 45 minutes away to get to him to be inconvenienced and made upset? Right. Why? If that's the case, let him get his ass in his car and drive to where you're at and have to wait for you. Right. Because if I didn't have a key, oh, well, do you think I should give him an ultimatum? No. But you know me, I don't believe in ultimatums. I believe in communication, but no ultimatums. Right. I said, I would just stop going. Right. And if he asked me why I stopped going, I would tell him because it's not safe and it's inconvenient for me. So now if you want to see me, Mm -hmm. then you need to come to where I'm at and experience that same inconvenience. Something's got to give. Right. But I've been giving enough up until this point. Lola is a female-funded company offering a lot of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. And now, they offer sex products, too. We were on vacation, and Gia forgot her tampons. So, I just happened to have my Lola products in my bag because Lola sent it to me. Oh, my gosh, it worked out great. Now, if you want 40% off all subscription, visit MyLola.com and enter KC Crew when you subscribe. You don't want to be stuck out there without that protection, all right? Hit up the website, choose your mix of products, the number of boxes, and frequency of delivery, and everything is delivered on your ideal schedule. Now, you know I got a 17-year-old and my wife, so I make sure they are well protected when it comes to feminine products. Thank you, Lola. See, now, I I look at it two ways, right? I look at it one way that you're saying, because I'm looking like, and I'm sorry because, you know, we know her, and but I'm, I'm thinking about it like I don't know her, and somebody just sent me this question how I would really react. I would say she's thirsty, right? And the reason I would say she's thirsty is because she's thirsty for a relationship because he is not treating her like the main chick. He's not treating her like you're my baby. I love you. I want to get married to you. That's not that's not what that is. You know, think about it. I leave you outside till I get home. I don't want you to have a key. So that means I don't want you in my house when I'm not there. That's a problem. That's a problem if I'm the main and you really love me and we've been together two years and we're talking about marriage. Right. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. That's A. B, when it comes to I got the day off and you don't know I have the day off, you got to find out through a third person and I'm going to a baby shower and I'm not taking you. And even if I'm not taking you, I'm not telling you about it. So that means me and you are not really in a relationship. You know, we're just fucking and we've been fucking for a while, but I don't have the decency to tell you anything. Right. So we're not on that level. So so you're here and you're calling me and you're wanting to be something that it is not. It's almost like you're you're imagining this relationship 
But he's putting it in your face. Nah, this ain't like that. I'm yeah, I'm off from hanging with my buddy. Me and my me and my boys is going to this baby shower. Holla. That's well, that's a problem. One one more second. And also, now if you change it, he might be he might have what is it, PTSD or whatever it is, P PST? I'm I'm explaining. PTSD. To you. Yes. <laughs> Meaning he's dealt with somebody like this before mm-hmm. and it didn't end right. So it, he might have had a girlfriend before that he gave the key to and it didn't end right where maybe she wouldn't give the key back and kept popping up on him or she was too clingy and always over him. So he's creating that space now. Not to say he doesn't love her or he doesn't want to be with her, just creating a space so he doesn't have that problem because there are some people that like to be on their own and like to do their own things. We can't compare our relationship and what we do to other people. Yes, we have all our money in one pot and we spend it accordingly. You know, we, you know, constantly uh, conversations throughout the day, even if we're mad at each other or even when we're arguing, we still have conversations throughout the day. There's always something going on that we all know about. If, for instance, now for, for you guys that that's listening, this is I was just on the radio for 18 hours straight. So I've been up for 24 hours, came home to do this podcast. Right. Even the fact that I was on my way home. Gia knew when I was on my way home. Gia knew when I left. Gia knew when I got hit. That's our relationship. And it's one fifty three in the morning right now. Right. A lot of people don't have that relationship where they're that together. You know, it's more like, he going to be home at 7? I'm going to see him around 7. Right. That's how a lot of people's relationship is. And that's how I think he is. Now, do I like it? No. Do I think it's a little disrespectful? Yes. Do I think it's more treating me like I'm not the girl for you? Yes. Make me feel, make me feel loved. You know, make me, when I come in the house, have a toothbrush for me. Make me feel like I'm the only person. Give me a drawer to put my stuff in. You know, that's what would make me feel like I'm your girl. And the amount of time matters. Yes. It's over two years. No, almost two years. Almost two years. Like, yes, I'm your girl. You're like, we established that. But then I kind of feel like he's playing games with her too. What do you mean? Because he wound up subsequently giving her the key to the apartment, Uh but didn't give her a key to the main door downstairs. So when she told me that she had a key to the apartment, I'm like, well, what about the main door downstairs? So she still can't get in the building. She was like, yeah, I don't have that one. And I'm like, do you realize that he just played you? And she's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, a key to the apartment means nothing if you can't get to the key to get to the apartment. That's that's like having that's like having the key to, to the ignition, but can't open the door. <laughs> exactly. I can drive this car. But I can't I, get in the car. If I could just get in this car. <laughs> if I could just get in this but mother she trucker. So what, she got to wait to sneak in with somebody else? That's exactly. So that's what had to happen this past weekend. I'll tell you what happened this past weekend. She, and there's actually um, a, a third a third barrier, but I'll explain that in a second. Uh-huh. So this had been on her mind for a whole day when it happened. Now, let me ask you a question. Does, does he have kids? He has one kid. We okay. can talk about that. So that's maybe why he doesn't want to be as clingy with her because he doesn't know where this is going and doesn't want to establish anything where his kid is. Um. I've been along for the ride and I don't think that that's it. But okay. that's a good 
a good angle or a good thing to consider. Because if I have a kid, I might not want you around my house like that until I know you're the one, you know, even if you do meet my kid and even if you, you, you know, you went out with my kid, I might not want my kid to think that you are it because I don't know if you're it. And I don't want my kid to have a, a, a different feeling or relationship to you if you're going to want to bounce it. Well, he definitely set up boundaries between her and the child. Okay. Um, but I don't think that it's because of the potential for her to bounce or at this point, put it this way. Mm-hmm. Again, they've been together for almost two years. If she's not vetted by two years, then the relationship needs to end. Mm-hmm. But, Especially in the beginning, the days that he had with his son, he didn't necessarily want her around. Mm -hmm. He wasn't inviting about her being around. And he articulated it in Mm -hmm. a way or two so that it was understood. Right. Um, But she found herself in situations where she was with him and his son. And I'll be honest, I don't necessarily think that she really understands a man that has a child completely because she has no child and she's just getting hip to the idea of having a child herself. Gotcha. So there there are certain things that come with that territory that I don't think that she really has a good grasp on. Okay. Um, But that's not the topic right now, but, I'm 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 elaborating about it a little bit because that's a little bit of it's it's a part of the problem right. those boundaries that he's set with the child. So mm-hmm. anyway, she was upset and uh-huh. we were talking about it and um he's been getting away with a lot. Mm-hmm. He's been getting away with a lot. Things similar to what we're talking about, but really he makes her feel as though he doesn't really want to spend time with her. Mm-hmm. Like he really is that guy that goes and hangs out with his friends a okay. lot of the time. Some people do that. Right. So she doesn't feel prioritized. And now with this whole baby shower thing, I'm like, you know something? She's like, well, maybe because I didn't know the people there. I'm like, well, this would be the grand unveiling. If you didn't meet this family or the family of the girl that whose baby shower it was, mm-hmm. wouldn't he want to bring you and show you off? I think in so. In a sense. I think wouldn't so. Wouldn't he want you to come so he can introduce you to all of these people in his life that I think so. yep. you haven't already met, that you don't know? When you're with somebody, you want to feel as though they're proud of you. Right. That they want to bring you around, that they want to show you off. When you feel as though you're being hidden, your ears got to go up. Right. You know? So she had all these things on her mind. She couldn't really tell him that she knew that he went to a baby shower Mm -hmm. because she wasn't really supposed to know. Right. Because she's not supposed to follow him on social media or anything else. So... She asked me, well, what do you think I should do? And I said, well, if I were you, he's he's so used to you chasing him. Whenever right. there's a problem, she's the one to reach out. She's Got the you. one to text. Got you. She's the one to send that novel. Got well, you. I'm upset with you because blah, blah, blah. Got you. He's Got you. the one that will not respond or respond three or four hours, five hours later. Whatever the hell he feels good and damn ready to. Gotcha. He's that one. Mm-hmm. So she's always 
kind of chasing, chasing the response, chasing, you know, the spark, chasing an explanation, chasing, chasing, chasing chasing. a relationship. And he knows that. Right. I told her, I said, you have groomed him. You have trained him to expect that kind of behavior. Mm -hmm. I said, but you have to take the reins. You have to take control of this. If you continue to do that, you are encouraging him to not answer the text, to answer when he feels like it, to get back to you tomorrow, to not give a ish because there is no consequence. And I don't like to deal from a point of punishing Mm -hmm. or spite or anything like that. But you really have to step back and look at human nature and how people are built. Mm -hmm. We are built by reward and consequence. When something is rewarding to us, we engage in that behavior. When something has a consequence that we don't like, Mm -hmm. we shy away from that behavior. I said, so he's expecting you to call. He's expecting you to text. He's expecting you to get a hold of him and rip him a new one and for him to flip you the bird and be like, I don't have time for this. Hang up and keep it moving. I'm like, you kind of have no choice but to put him on ice. Right. I agree with that. So long story short, she did that. Right. Then she, they engaged in a little bit of contact and he was supposed to call her so that they could talk about their issues. Okay. He never did. And that, lit a fire under her Mm -hmm. so at like i don't know two three o'clock in the morning she gets up out of her apartment goes straight to his house she drives 45 minutes two in the morning yes okay unbeknownst to him she had to wait for someone to open the front door okay she sat there and waited for like an additional maybe 40 minutes okay for someone to open that door so she could kind of sliver in behind them right goes up to the apartment tries the key the third boundary is that he has the hand lock on the door, the one that you have to turn from left to right, right, but like the know, deadbolt. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't know she was coming. He didn't know she was. It's coming. like a hotel room. I lock right. the door because you know right. I'm gonna make sure I'm secure. Okay. So she knocks on the door. She puts her finger on the peephole so he can't see. So when he gets to the door, he doesn't open it. I wouldn't. She either. knocks again. She moves her finger. He sees her, and then she goes in. He lets her in. When she walks in, I didn't. You didn't. You don't know this part. Okay. There's a girl on the couch. The girl is his best friend. So when she gets into the living room area, the girl says, Well, no, the boyfriend says, Oh, we were just talking about you. So there was nothing fishy going on with the girl that was legit his best friend, and they were talking about his relationship problems. And she goes ahead and they sit down, and she's like, Well, let me know what you guys are talking about. He was hesitant at first. Long story short, they all, the three of them, get in a conversation about the relationship. Right. And, you know, it's funny. It's funny. When you have a friend Mm -hmm. or anyone that you're telling your story, it's kind of like there's three sides of a story, my side, your side, and the truth. Gotcha. The truth always lies somewhere in between. Right, right, right. So he clearly was telling his best friend Mm-hmm. the story from his point of view. And whenever someone's feeding you their version of a story, there's little omissions, Absolutely. there's little exaggerations, Absolutely. there's little turns, lefts and rights that will make that person agree with you. Right. But then when that person hears it from 
the second person's situation. It's like, oh, you left that part out. Oh, you didn't say that. Exactly. Oh, now I understand, right? Exactly. And that's the experience that they had. Right. And he said something during that conversation that for me, and mm-hmm. again, this isn't advice. This is my opinion. Uh-huh. And this is because of how I'm built. When they were talking about the time spent uh-huh. and the day off and all of that, mm-hmm. he said essentially that he didn't tell her or he doesn't tell her about things because he didn't want her to pretty much bully him, bully herself into those situations. Right. That's what I said. He wanted to do He's things like, without her. Well, you know, how many times like, you know, do you impose yourself into a situation or into my life? Right. If someone told me that, I'd be planning my exit plan. See, like that, that for me, and that's I'm you. saying that that's, and I, I preface by saying, mm-hmm. for me, if you feel as though I'm bullying myself to spend time with you, or I'm pressing you, or I'm imposing upon you, that means that you don't want me there, and me showing up just ruined your day that doesn't mean it, that yes it does it means it ruined so. your plans it means you did not want me there if i'm your girl and you love me and i love you true story you should look forward to spending time with me as i should look forward to spending time with you and if my presence is an imposition rather than a pleasure then you're not the person for me see that's not i uh, see i I understand where you're coming from because that's how we are in our relationship. But there are some people in their relationships that want to do things on their own. There are some, you know, women in their relationship that want to go out and drink wine with their girls on weekends and want to go shopping with their girls and don't want their man involved. And there's a bunch of dudes out there that want to hang out with their guys. They want to play pool. They want to go to the bar and all that without their girl. But if, and I understand that. Mm -hmm. And we said that earlier. I understand that. But, if the majority of the time you're doing things that please you, that don't involve me, mm-hmm. then there's a problem. Yeah, if the majority of time... You have yeah. to look at the ratio. If the Yeah, you got to look at the ratio. If it's, you know, but if it's 50-50 or 60-40 and this is what I do... Hold on, you think 60-40 is okay? 60% of the time you spend time with your friends. No, no, I meant 60-40 the other way. 40% of the time... You spend time with your friends and 60% of the time you spend time with me. And if I insinuate that, and I would never do this personally, Uh like I have to be invited. I'm not insinuating. I'm not showing up. I'm not imposing myself upon anybody. Right. But if I made it known that I wanted to be there at any one of those events that took place during the 40% of the time, if you looked at it as an imposition, like, oh, now she wants to come. Yeah. I mean, I think some dudes do. Whoa. But, but, but I'm explaining it to you. 60-40 sounds a little crazy. And that's the name. Too. And this is going to be the name of this podcast. Give me my space. Give me my fucking space. And I'm going to tell you why. <gasps> because if why I Why we got to have a profanity but, in the damn title? Listen, you and these damn titles. But if I want to go watch the fight, right? I don't want you to. But Rashawn, I'm not talking about the game, the fight, 
the bar. What are you talking I'm about? I'm not talking about things that would inherently if be I considered go to dinner with my male boys, activities. If I want to go to dinner with my boys, you know, we're going to be talking about shit that I might not want you there. For instance, right? And this, no, 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 and, and I a, get and that. A lot of, and a lot of guys have this problem, but, right? Wait, hold on. Let me just make it clear. I understand that I'm talking, I'm not talking about the type of event. I'm talking about how many times in a 365 day period are you doing these male Things. Well, that's the thing. These we, me and my homie things. We don't know, but if I want to do we, my we homie do, things, well, that's the problem. If I want to do some things with my homie, you should accept it. But if you want to do things with your homie every other weekend, girls. like I got, like like it's a court order. I got this weekend, and then your homie got next weekend. If that's the type of way that you're divvying up your time, there's something wrong. No, because then it's like. And y'all know I don't really like to curse, but then it's like your homie's your second bitch. But that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, like if you got a second bitch in the male form, then you are not the man for me. But that's what I'm trying we, to tell that, that you. That got to be figured out. That is what he wants. Now she has. I to, understand, and I'm saying that that is a problem. It. She has to accept it and say, "Okay, I'm going to live by this," or "No, this is not what I want," and be out. Or that's what he wants. Or or. Or or what? You don't, as my man, you don't want to do it, but you do it anyway to please me because you don't want to lose me, and that I hate more than than the alternative. Yeah, but that's not going to work because he showed two years of doing it, so it's not like he okay now I changed. My yeah, but mind. some people, some people to not lose the person that they're with, they do something that they're not happy about. To keep them. Right. And I feel as though it's going to go down that lane for a period of time because they do love each other. Right. They don't want to be without each other. So I think that he's going to bend because at this point, I think that he knows that she's serious. So if he does bend to it, see, for me, it, it wouldn't work because I know what you really want because your actions have shown me what you really want. Right. Now, if you change, you're just doing it to appease me. Not necessarily. Yes, necessarily. Not, yes, necessarily. Not because, necessarily. Hold on a minute. Because if you wanted to do it, you would have done it on your own. Now it's like you're just patronizing me. No, that's not true. That's the, and that's the problem with, with most women. <gasps> they feel that's like... That's the problem. Yes. Go ahead, of, of all ears. Because you make it seem like because I, I can't change my mind. And that's what I think it's a lot not. of women... Let me, finish, let me finish. I think women feel like I can't change my mind. Let's say we had this conversation, you, me, and my best friend, and you told me how you feel, right? And at the end of the conversation, I could be like, you know what? You were right. I do want to spend more time with you. And I apologize for pushing you away. Now, so, most, so in that moment, he had an epiphany that he wants to spend more time with her. Why not? It, it could be that. It could be that way. No, it could be. I'm not thinking it about it. I'm always used to hanging out with my friends, and a lot of men do that. The, he no. was single. He was hanging out with his friends. Now he met her, and he enjoys her. No. But he's still hanging out with Say his friends. No, 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 you're wrong. See, let's be clear. Like I said. No, no, no. Let's be clear. In that conversation, he may have had an epiphany that up. Uh, now I might lose my girl, so I will change. In that short conversation, his desire isn't going to change. You don't know Oh, that. now all of a sudden, I want to spend more time with you. Yes. No. He doesn't all of a sudden want to spend more time with her. The difference is that now he will 
spend more time with true. her. See that? Because and that's what women think. And that's the problem with women. You overthink things. He wants to appease her and he no. doesn't want to lose her. So it's a change that he will make. It's almost like the silent ultimatum. That's not it. It's almost like a silent ultimatum. <laughs> not it at all. See, that's In the his problem mind, with women. He might be looking at it like, I will lose her if I don't change. So I will change. Mm-mm. Not. Okay, I I I might lose her, so I want to change. That's not true. See, and that's the he might want women. to change for her to make her happier, but he might actually prefer to be with his friend at that fight, at that game, at that bar on that day that he's choosing to spend with her, not because he wants to. He's doing it. You have to recognize the difference. No, I don't agree with you, and this is the thing. A lot of women when it comes to relationships and it comes to that man, they think of the worst, right? So automatically, she came in there, you came in there thinking, well, this is what it is and he doesn't want to. And that doesn't necessarily have to be true. He could be thinking from the point of, I'm hanging out with my boys, she's not going to have fun going, so I'm not going to bring her. That's not it. Let me finish. You know that's not it. I, I don't She's know. not going to have know, fun. I don't know. So I'm not going to make her suffer through that time know, at the I bar. I'm not even going to tell her that I'm going. Let me finish what I'm saying. Now, think about it like this. Everybody that comes out, when we go out, right? Everybody that goes out, when we all go out, how many people bring their spouse or girlfriend with us? Mm, it depends on the event. All right. I What event? I mean, your birthday, the last ten dinner. Of, all right, my birthday, birth, all right. Spouses, but we, girlfriends were brought. But we invited them. Any other thing outside of that, a party, a situation, anything like that, when have you ever seen any of my friends, girlfriends, or spouses out? It doesn't happen often. When? Out of the last 50, how many? Um, we know one person that brings their 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 spouse, their their wife. Maybe one in a blue, right? Once no, in a blue. No, he brings his wife. Once in a while. Every once no, in a while. No, he, he usually brings his wife. Who? Who? I, I don't know what you're saying. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, that one. But they don't, they don't, they're not really in our circle circle, but... But any time that we see them out, he's with his wife. Right. But other than that, yeah. my circle, how many bring their wives or girlfriends around? None of them. And you know why? Because most of the time... Because they don't want them there. No, it's not true. <laughs> they not don't true. want them there. That's not true. Okay, <clears throat> why is it, Rashawn? What it is, is most of the time when you have a bunch of dudes around, we talk about things that most of the time women don't understand and we don't want to be I'm always updated. there. You are there. And I said that. You are there because you are like one of the niggas. Great. You are like one of the homies. Awesome. That's so wonderful. when you're around. That's, when, a, when that's, people, that's how you look at me. <laughs> yes. When Go people ahead. talk to you, they talk to you like one of the homies. Mm-hmm. Correct? They do. Mm-hmm. Right. And whatever they say, you don't judge them for that. Right. If one of my friends said they they fucked the girl with no legs and no arms, you wouldn't judge them. You would just ask questions about it. You'd be like, but how? How'd you maintain the balance? Right or wrong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if you take yourself out of that situation and put somebody else in, they it might be different. They might take it out on their boyfriend or their husband or whatever it may be later on. a hoe? Maybe. Uh-huh. But you don't. Right. So in that aspect, you know, if you were, if you were that type of person, 
I wouldn't want to bring you around either because I would think if you were around and they had these conversations. It would make it awkward for your friends. Exactly. Right. And that's how he might feel about her coming around. You don't know. Listen, I, I think that there's a miscommunication going on right now between us. I have no problem <clears throat> that he doesn't necessarily want her around in certain situations. And I think that most with uh, most women that are listening right now understand that, you know, just the same way that, like you said earlier, if I'm going out to have wine with my girlfriends or we're going to a spa or something that's inherently female, you're not going to want your man there. So I think we're on the same page. I'm talking about how often it happens. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's happening more often than it should, then at the very least, well, first of all, it shouldn't. And then if it does, at the very least, your girlfriend, the, the guy should find a way to make the girlfriend involved. Do you understand? You don't mm-hmm. spend an equal amount of time with your boys that you do with your girlfriend if you're in a love relationship that you're thinking about having a future in. See, you think it's you think that it's okay or normal to spend 50 percent of the time with your boys and 50 percent of the time with your girl? I don't because I'm a I'm a different person. No, no, no. I'm not talking about how you live your life. I'm talking about your opinion about life in general. I'm not necessarily specifying it to you. From what I see on the outside world, I see. I'm not that talking a lot. about what you see. I'm talking about what you think is okay. I don't think it's okay. No, I don't. I'm just from a different place, but I see that a lot, and I can't judge that. I see dudes hanging out I'm with. I'm asking their- you to judge. I'm asking you if you think that it's okay. I don't think it's okay. No, because that's really what mm. I'm talking about. I know that it takes place in the world. Uh-huh. I know that it's a thing, but we're talking about whether we think it's okay. I can take myself, I can separate myself from just having an opinion. That's why, you know, there's times I'll say, okay, this is advice or this is just my opinion. or I This can't. is me personally. Everything is based on what I feel from my own Everything personal Everything for me isn't based on how I feel. And that's why I'm not that I'm not very judgmental of a person. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, for you aside and your personal life aside, do you think that it is okay for a relationship that's meant to flourish and survive to spend half of the amount of time with your girls or your boys and half the other half of your time with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your wife or husband? I don't think so. Yeah, it's not to me. It's not very sensible. You're not building a future with your boys. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But to a lot of people, they think differently. I know that. You know, but clearly so, they think differently. But we're talking about whether we think it's okay or not. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's okay. But he does. He must. And I, that's the problem. Well, we're well, talking about the. That is the problem. Well, then she has to get on the train or get off the train. Or he's going to change based on what. He feels as though he has to do to keep the relationship as opposed to what he wants to do. And my I'm going to end this by saying I don't want to be with someone that is appeasing me because they feel as though they have to. I want to be with someone that wants what I want. Mm -hmm. And that to me, that's not even a compromise. Like, I don't want somebody. I don't want you regret. I don't want you begrudging the time that you spend with me because you'd rather be doing something else with somebody else. I get what you're saying. Period. But it's it's either she's going to get on the train and ride out or she's going to get off the train and hopefully 
if she wants it to work, I'll be like, damn, I fucked up. I need to change my life. Or he might be like, shit, her off the train is actually better. I'm going to hang out with more of my friends. I don't know. Then he needs to marry one of his friends. No, maybe. (laughs) Do you see what I mean? Right. Support for today's show also comes from Poshmark. Instead of buying new things, head to Poshmark to shop for millions of closets across America. Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Download the free Poshmark app to shop from tons of brands across women's, kids, and men's. You won't believe the deals. You'll find like Louis Vuitton bags for like $300. Now, you know the holidays are just around the corner. Why pay full price? Matter of fact, I can't afford full price right now, so I go to Poshmark. Today, you can get $5 off your first purchase when you enter the invite code KC Crew when you sign up. Just download the Poshmark app, sign up, and enter the code KC Crew for $5 off your first purchase. Why pay full price when you can go to Poshmark? Thanks again to Selfish Babe for supporting today's show. Selfish Babe is the free self love app for women that will remind you how amazing you are on the daily. This app sends you one affirmation and one self love related quote a day. Now, I send it to my wife and I make sure my daughter gets to just to have positive energy in their life daily, all right? Now, download Selfish Babe today by going to bit.ly slash Selfish Babe KC Crew Podcast or find it for free in the Google Play and Apple App Store. And don't forget to follow them on Instagram at Selfish Babes with an S. That's bit.ly slash Selfish Babe KC Crew Podcast. Check them out. You know, the sad thing is that a lot of females, now I'm taking my friend out of it, a lot of females, especially females in their 30s, will and I hate to say females and not even split it and say well in some males as well because in my experience and what I've seen with people that I know and people that I'm acquainted with and people that I don't know and people that I'm not acquainted with I just see it in general is that it's usually the female that gets the short end of the stick Mm -hmm. and it's usually the female that has to settle right for things that they don't want because they aren't certain that another opportunity to be in a love relationship will come along. Right. I think that, you know, like when we're in our 20s, it's kind of like, well, the, life is our oyster, mm-hmm. you know, and you never know what's going to be around the next bend. And you just kind of live and you're like, OK, well, if this doesn't work out, something else will pop up, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think that once you're in your thirties and obviously beyond, we feel a little bit of, um, a time constraint and an opportunity constraint. Uh And I find that a lot of people, particularly females operate from a more desperate place than from a place of choices and options. And that in and of itself forces them into situations that they'd rather not be in because in their opinion, it's the best thing going right now and their future is uncertain. So it's kind of like this bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Even if this bird is kind of sucky, right? The time, your time is ticking and you're trying to make this happen before you can't have any more babies or you get old. Um, you know, that doesn't really reflect what I was thinking actually. Oh, um, for some women, it is a biological clock. Mm-hmm. Um, old? Mm, I don't, you know, 30s and 40s isn't old mm-hmm. to me. When I was in my 20s, I definitely thought 30s was old. 
definitely thought <laughs> 30s was old when I was right. in my 20s. When I was, uh, what, maybe 20, my girlfriend was dating a 30-year-old and I just wanted her out of that relationship and I would refer to him as a dinosaur every chance that I got because Damn, I just, yes, I'm like, he's so old. What are you doing? And now your husband's a dinosaur. <laughs> oh no, you're like a prehistoric dinosaur. Like you're, yeah. Great. Like we both, are like that, that's how I looked at it when I was younger. But now being in my 30s, yeah, obviously I don't look at it as old. I still feel like a spring chicken. Right. So I'm saying that to say, no, I don't I don't really think about um, like getting old. I just think about opportunities fleeting because in your 30s, when you meet a man or a woman, it's very likely that they have a child. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people are getting married in their 30s. So your pool of people to choose from as you get older, it gets narrower and narrower, right. narrower. And then obviously, like I said, you have your biological clock. Uh -huh. um, so I think that people feel that pressure, especially females feel that pressure. And what plays into it also is that, you know, women are called cougars when they date men that are younger than them. Mm -hmm. But when men date women that are younger than them, there's no name for it, for it right. because- that's kind of normal, right? Right, right? And that's kind of expected. You know, a guy dating a female that's 10, 12 years younger than him, society sees that as okay. Right. When women do it, you know, you get a stigma attached to you, in a sense. Uh -huh. So, men have more of a range of options right. than women do. There aren't too, too many men that are like, oh, you know, I want to date a woman that's 10 years older than me. Sometimes they wind up in that situation and obviously right, right, right. it's absolutely fine, mm -hmm. but are they out there really seeking it? The vast majority of men, not necessarily, right. but men have a larger pool of women to choose from because they have their age. They have somewhat older than them and they have 10 to 15 years younger than them. Depending on age, right? Depending yeah. on their age. Like let's say it's a 40 year old man, a 40 year old man dating a 25 year old woman. They're walking down the street. Nobody's looking at them funny. Correct. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, it's as though men have more options and more opportunities. Right. Whereas women are somewhat more pigeonholed in a sense. So that's what I'm talking about. It's a little bit more difficult for women. And I feel as though that's why there are more women that settle. But I encourage people in general not to settle. Absolutely. You have to find what works for you and you have to find your ultimate happiness because when you settle, you go, and I know people that have settled that mm -hmm. are married and friggin' miserable, mm -hmm. miserable because they felt that there was nothing else better for them. But I feel as though you always have to assume that there is something better for you live, right? Live for God. And I believe that God will bless you with your love. One of my best friends in the world was in a similar situation mm -hmm. and is older now and just found her fairy tale. Right. When we thought that it just might not happen, you know? And and she was in a place where she said, you know what? 
I may never have kids. Mm -hmm. It looks that way. I may never get married. You know, I might at some point in life find a companion and, you know, live happily with them, possibly, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But she just found her. And I mean, when I tell you it's a fairy tale, Mm -hmm. she found her fairy tale at at 40. Right. You know, so it can happen even if it looks grim. So I just encourage people to know themselves, know what makes you happy. Don't look the other way when there's something wrong going on in your relationship. And too many people do it. They look the other way. They tolerate. They tolerate. They tolerate. They don't stand up for themselves Mm -hmm. and they let things slide. And you're training bad behavior. There's no hope for it to get better if you don't stand up for yourself or walk away. So. That's how I feel. All right. I, I agree with you. I absolutely positively agree with you. And to go back to your friend quickly, Mm -hmm. she needs to get off the train and make sure he understands what he's missing and don't settle. Don't sit outside the house waiting 45 minutes for him to come home. Don't try to run in the door and sneak behind somebody else. She has to get off that train. Well, to stick a pin in what happened, um, he understood where she was coming from Uh and he's going to make those changes. Good. So regardless of where that comes from, whether it's a I'm doing it to keep you or a want place, he's going to. And we're just going to see how that turns out. Okay. Okay. We wish him the best and update me so I I can know what happened. Yeah. What did you say you're going to call this podcast? Uh, Give me my space. Okay, so you, <laughs> you I took the curse out. You omitted the bad word. Yeah, I took the curse out. Give me my space. Okay, sounds good. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. Yes. I I got to go back to work. Mm, what time is it? It is now two twenty seven. Yeah, the wet, back to the city and the this roads are disgusting. disgusting weather. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the city now. Mm. All right, but I wanted to get the pack the podcast in. Shout to Earn Ernest Dukes. From uh, Fashion Over. He listens all the time and he hit me today and was like, Envy, the podcast is late and we're going to get this podcast. And I was like, I'm going home in this blizzard to do the podcast for you. (laughs) And it was our daughter's birthday and we've been planning Mm -hmm. and hiding things and trying to trick her and celebrating. And we had family in from out of town and whatnot. So that's why this podcast is going to be up on Friday as opposed to Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But we, we try to crank them out for you guys, despite, you know, everything that's going on over here. So. Absolutely. And also for our 100th episode, we are going to do a live show. It's going to be at Tau. So we'll give you more details. It's only going to be 100 people. 100 people or 100 couples? 100 people, 50 couples. Oh, I thought it was going to be 100 Very couples. limited. We're just going to do something special and private. I'll tell you exactly when. These tickets will probably go in a day, but we just want to do something special for our 100th episode. So it'll be only uh, 50 couples. But now what if, well, it doesn't have to be, couple. it could be two people, it could be two best yeah, yeah, friends. It could be two best friends. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It could be two best friends. But I will give you more information on the next podcast. They gave me like three dates. I got to run it by gear to make sure that uh, the dates work for her. And it's going to be at Tau. Tau downtown. Right? Tau downtown. Because there's two Taos mm-hmm. in the city. When you get your tickets, it will include food and it will include drinks. Yay. So... We're working that out now, and I'll get you the dates as soon That's as I... That's incredible. That's so, our favorite restaurant. Yeah, so next podcast, we'll let you know, give you all the details. And like I said, it'll be 50 couples, and hopefully you guys enjoy. Yes. That's time for me to get up out of here. I got to go take a poop, 
take a shower and they get back to work like really what just being honest too much honesty well i'm dj envy and i am gia casey and that was another edition of the casey crew toodles